Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some aspects of your business where you can actually see if you're charging enough for everything so that you're not actually losing money per pool or per, per repair. And this seems easy, but it can be very complicated, especially in this day and age where the inflation of products and services has been going up at a rate that's probably never been seen before in the history of the pool industry. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the easiest way to analyze your business to see if you're actually charging enough to make a decent living and make a profit and make owning your own business something that's logical is to see what they're paying for, you know, a typical amount of hours out there. And for basically a stress-free job or a job that's pretty easy. And I know Walmart's like at $15 an hour in California. Now I was recently at In-N-Out Burger and they're hiring people at $17.50, I think it was. And then you can make at least $20 an hour based on experience. I think they would pay you that much. So from 17 to 20 bucks, plus medical benefits, vacation pay, and things like that. So it was like a full benefit job, uh, flipping burgers. And I would consider that a low-stress job. I mean, you have to work hard, and they're pretty busy. But as far as worrying about, you know, leaving the hose on or having a customer sue you or worried about the winds, you know, and cleaning a pool that's destroyed by the winds and other things like that, Flipping burgers and making $43,000 a year is pretty easy. And, you know, for 40 hours a week at $20, you're going to be grossing about 43000 working at a burger place, which is really insane because my first job, I was making $3.25. My first paycheck was $150. And I thought I was rich back in 1988. I was 15 and a half working at a local store. It was called Best Products that don't exist anymore. They were like a really weird store. They had like items out on on the showroom and then they had a conveyor belt down below where you pick it up. It was kind of weird. You know, that's this is the era where they had Zodis and things like that or Fedco or Gemco. So I date myself with these kind of retail stores that are kind of odd and non-existent. But basically the thing is you're running your own business and you're out there to make a profit and a very good profit based on the fact that you have other worries that an employee does not have working at In-N-Out Burger or Walmart. And so there is a factor of pay that should be included in running your own business with all of the headaches and all of the uh, non-safety nets and all of the facts like you don't have medical and dental benefits and things of that nature. And you have to pay for that out of your pocket. 
And I know that one of the things that stops a lot of people from jumping into the pool industry from a corporate job or from a job with benefits is the lack of benefits. And it could be really expensive for your family and for yourself to move from a job with benefits to doing a self-employed job like pool service without it because that medical and dental could be something that's crippling to you financially. So consider that first, of course, before you make the leap. Is it the current job you're at paying you well enough with the full benefits of that job also? Or can you make more money doing pool service? Which I think you can, but there's also that factor of the higher expense as far as medical and dental, which is a big expense for a lot of people nowadays. And healthcare is something that's kind of outrageous in California. And it's just every year my premium keeps going up. So one of those things to keep in mind. Now, I'll go back to the topic here, which is how do you know you're not losing money per stop? And you have to, again, factor in all of the extra things that comes with being self-employed. So per pool, per pool stop, per month, all those things are something that you have to consider. You also have to consider, you know, your your rate based on breaking it down, not per hour, but how many pools can you do in one hour, I think would be the best way to kind of gauge how much money you're making. So let's go back and let's say you make you charge $120. I'll keep it easy, $120 per pool. And so if you break that down into a four-week thing, that means that you're getting $30 per visit. Now, there are some days that fall, some months where there's five service days. I'm not going to factor that in. I mean, if you really wanted to factor it in properly, you would take the 120 and divide it by 4.3. And that's kind of the factor for that extra day that falls sometimes on a Wednesday where you have five stops out of four. But just to keep it simple, I'll just take 120 and divide that by four, and that's $30 per stop. And now if you can do three pools an hour, that would be $90 an hour, which is a very decent rate. If you do two pool, two pools per hour, that's $60 an hour, which again is still a very decent rate. And then with that, you want to factor in the chemicals you're going to use during that stop, which will kind of knock that $30 down a little bit. The time that you're spending out there, the wear and tear on your body, the wear and tear on your vehicle, also factor in the amount of money you're going to pay for medical benefits that you're not getting paid by your employer, which are not getting paid by the employer, and factor in other things that you would factor in to your hourly hourly wage out there. And then you're going to get kind of a net hourly wage. So on paper, that looks really good. I mean, $60 or $90 an hour. However, it's also based on how many pools you have. So if you have 10 pools and your route's only 10 pools and you're, you're done within three hours, I mean, you're making $90 an hour roughly or whatever, but you only have 10 accounts. And so you're not really making enough money, of course, to sustain yourself. So factor in how many accounts you have. And every area is different. I think in Florida, the sweet spot is 85 account, 80 to 85 accounts to be profitable. In California, we're more around 90 accounts to kind of, you know, turn the corner and making it profitable and making that hourly wage calculation logical. In Texas, the pools are bigger So maybe even less pools, maybe 60 or so pools would make that logical to kind of get an hourly wage based on the total amount of accounts you have. And again, if you factor in things like insurance, chemical use per stop, um, you factor in gas, 
you could, you know, kind of do a simple thing. Let's say you have 80 pools and let's say that your medical insurance for your family is a thousand dollars a month and then gas is a hundred dollars a week. Keeping it simple, gas is a hundred dollars a week and you're going to use four dollars per pool. If you break all that down and you divide it by 80 pools, you're going to get like 17 or 18 dollars um, as a cost of operating you know, just on your health insurance, your gas, and your chemical use. And then per pool, that's going to take $5 off. So it's not a huge amount of money, but it's something you need to factor in there because if you're going to try to do a factor based on what you can't really do, as I showed you, because you can have 10 pools and be making $90 an hour but not have enough money to sustain yourself. So you can't do like a straight hourly wage breakdown, you know, versus In-N-Out Burger at $17.00. You're getting $60 an hour because you're doing two pools every hour. However, the size of the route is the main factor in how much money you're really making. And then factor in those things that you're not getting paid for or not part of your, your salary, which is insurance, the gas you're paying on your vehicle, and the chemicals you're using for your clients. So I think the best way to analyze your pool route and if you're making money is, of course, at the end of the month, is there anything left over after the clients pay you? And you have to factor in the 5% of clients that pay late every month into that equation. But once you get all of your income coming in, you're going to take your expenses, subtract that. And it's just, you know, not including the household expenses, just the business expenses. And if it's looking like you are not netting a lot of money at the end of the month, then there's several things that could be happening. The cost of running your business, whether it be gas, chemicals that you include in your service, are much higher than the rate you're charging your customers per pool, which is definitely cutting in to the amount of money that you're getting every month. And so you may be paying too much for your supplies based on the fact you're not charging enough per stop. So you may have to raise your service rates to compensate for the amount of money you're spending on chemicals and equipment. Also, gas in California. I think I got gas the other day for $4.69 regular, which is kind of crazy. So that's also a factor. If your car only gets 16 miles per gallon, factor that in also. And also the time between your stops is a big factor. So if you're driving 15 minutes from one pool to the other, and I know when you're building your route, it's not extremely tight, but there are limits to driving to make it illogical to go 20 minutes out of your way for a pool because time is money and you're just kind of wasting that money as you're driving between stops. Definitely try to figure out a way to make your route tighter or to add pools somewhere in between there. Canvas the area, you know, use flyers, whatever you can do to generate accounts in that area. Offer referral fees to your customer to refer you to a neighbor. Whatever it takes to make it logical to drive 20 minutes to do three pools instead of doing one pool if that makes sense. So I think definitely that's also a factor. And you may be spending too much time at a pool. If you're spending 25 or 30 minutes at one pool, and it's a smaller pool, you know, 14,000, 12,000 gallons, you're spending way too much time there. Figure out ways to speed up your time there. Have an automatic cleaner installed. You know, figure out if it's something that needs to be done around the pool, like trimming the trees, or you may need better equipment like a vacuum system. Whatever it may be, you want to cut that time you spend at a pool down also to where it makes sense to take that account at the rate you're charging. And you also may be losing money by overusing chlorine or not charging the customer 
for certain chemicals. Basically, you should be including just the maintenance dose of chlorine and the maintenance dose of muriatic acid to balance the pH and to add chlorine to the pool. So you should not be including 3-inch chlorine trichlor tablets unless you're charging a premium for that and factor in the fact that you're paying for that and so factor that into the price you're charging the customer. But if you're not charging to cover the cost of the tablet or for shocking the pool, then you're not charging enough per month and you're losing money. And again, it's very complicated because you can kind of do an hourly rate kind of breakdown, but that's kind of based off how many service accounts you have. I think the best thing you can do is a profit and loss statement for your business. And this is something that a lot of people don't do. And it's something that needs to be done. I think majority of people don't do a monthly profit or loss statement. And I think that's a bad thing because you're not going to know where your money's going and if you're actually making a profit in your business because there's no easy way of doing it. And I've kind of showed you like an hourly breakdown, which doesn't really work because, you know, you may have less pools. And though even though you're making more per hour, you're not really making as much as if you had a bigger pool route. Or you may be losing money by not charging enough. You may have a large pool route where you're charging your customers too little per stop and you're losing money there. And so there's a lot of different ways of looking at it. But I think the easiest thing to do is download a profit and loss form on the internet and put in all of your grocery receipts that you come in. And this is done in every business. And I'm not sure why pool service companies neglect this. But if you were buying, if you were buying a business from somebody, you know, a grocery store, a gas station, or a restaurant, uh, when you see the books, they're going to have their profit and loss statements monthly because it's kind of how they do business. And I think the pool service has neglected that. So you definitely want to get one of these profit and loss forms, put in all the money that comes in from repairs, from your service at the top. And so that's your gross income. And then you want to add all of the expenses you know, your gas, all the insurance you pay, and break down your health insurance monthly when you do this, or auto insurance monthly. If you pay annually for your auto insurance, break it down monthly for the profit and loss. And basically, every expense that goes into your business should be itemized on this profit and loss expense. And then at the end of it, you're going to see your net, your gross net before taxes. And that's going to give you an indication if you're making money. So let's say you sat down and you did the profit and loss and you have 8000 coming in. You deducted all of your expenses and at the bottom you're making $4,000 a month. Now you can actually break that $4,000 into an hourly rate if you wanted to just for fun to kind of see where you're making per hour and kind of use the 40-hour work week. You can use a, a lower hour work week if you kind of think you work less than 40, but you can just use a straight 40-hour work week Take that 4000 divide it by 40, uh, 40 hours, and you're going to get $25 an hour, which is not bad. But, of course, if you work less, which you should, I mean, it should be a little less than 40 hours a week out there. It may be more, and then you're in trouble because now you're only making $20 an hour if you work 60 hours a week or 50 hours a week. So, you know, the hourly rate is kind of something that you need to have in your head because if you look at the jobs and what they're paying people for kind of a no-worry type job, and you're out there running a business, stressing, you should be paid more for it. You should be making more money for it. And so $25 an hour isn't that great if you look at it in the big picture, if you do work 40 hours a week. Now, if you take that 4000 and you're only working 30 hours per week, that's $33 an hour, which is a lot better. 
So I think using the hourly rate is kind of a good gauge. It's probably not accurate. It is kind of hard to correlate because of all the other factors that I mentioned. But it kind of gives you an idea if you're making more money doing pool service than if you were working a regular standard job. Or if you're going to leave your work to do pool service, it kind of gives you an idea of how much, how many pools you're going to need to move the needle. Now, until you jump into it and start buying stuff and building your route up or buying a route, you're not going to know your profit and loss. And a lot of the pool companies, when you buy a route, don't have a really good profit and loss statement because they've never done it. But I think it's something that you need to do as a pool service and do kind of a profit and loss and budget. My wife handles all of this and she does a monthly budget also for the household. She spends about two or three hours, you know, every month just doing the household budget. And then she spends, of course, another few hours doing the business analysis. So it's one of those things where you need to spend a lot of time doing it. And I think if you have a spouse that's really good at this kind of stuff, delegate that and let them let let him or her do that for you if you're not good at it. But if you're not doing a profit and loss statement every month for your business, you really don't know if you're making money. And if you wait till you do your taxes every year and file them, that gets even more convoluted because of all the deductions and all the other things that go in to running a business and filing your taxes. And it makes it even harder to know if you're making money when you file your taxes. And you have to factor in the fact that you're not really paying taxes on the money monthly like if you were getting a regular check and they're drawing out the taxes for you. So factor that in also that you have to pay quarterly taxes. And that's something I didn't get into because that kind of makes it really messy because your taxes are based on your income and your tax bracket and things like that. And you have you may have more deductions than someone else. You may have less deductions. But I think the key is a really good profit and loss statement and then use kind of the math factors that you want to use to see if you're making money. And one, I guess, big factor to see if you're making money is if there's money left over at the end to invest, you know, if you're going to save for a rental property or save to buy a house or invest in the market, there should be something left over. And don't kind of get mixed up with your household expenses and with, you know, your other spouse's income. And of course, if your household expenses aren't being budgeted, you need to do both a profit and loss and a household a budget to kind of know where the money's going. If you do one or the other, or you don't do both, you're not going to really know where your money's going. So it's a very complicated aspect of running a business, having you know your business expenses and then your household expenses separate and kind of seeing where you're at. Are you overspending on your groceries or eating out? You won't know that if you don't do a household budget. And on the same respect, you won't know how much money you're making in your business if you're not doing a monthly profit and loss. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded regarding business, you can definitely listen to them at your leisure by going to my website, swimmingforlearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu, and you can search for different things. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. You can learn more on my website, swimmingforlearning.com or at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.